Chad, are you there? Over. Chad, are you there? Over. These stupid comms. They're down. Looks like I'm gonna have to get us out of this one. Computer, send message to the people's host. Tell him he's gonna have to do one without us. System one loaded. Because where I'm going, we don't need roads. Hey folks, this is the guy, Chad, and you are listening to a DogCast Studio podcast. Catch the Turnbuckle Report every Wednesday, DogCast every Friday, and ScareCast every Monday. You can listen to us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podomatic, and we are now on TuneIn and iHeartRadio. Follow our shows on Facebook or Twitter, and stay heel, baby. Welcome, folks, to another episode of the Turnbuckle Report. This is the people's host, Leland. Man, I'm feeling good tonight. I do not have the dog. I do not have the dog cast, Father. I'm running so... Oh, oh. somebody just didn't to run. I'm not running so long. That's right. The number one fan in Turnbuckle Nation, the son, Jesse. What's up, man? Thank you for allowing me to be on the show. I am... Like, one of your biggest fans, if not the biggest fan. You are the biggest fan. Mm Mm-hmm. You're the biggest Turnbuckle fan in this house. Yes. You are the biggest Turnbuckle fan in Turnbuckle Nation. Yes. Which makes you the biggest Turnbuckler. I mean, I wear your hat every day. (laughs) Every day. And you're not just wearing the newest merchandise. You got that throwback on. Mm Mm-hmm. And in fact... I was getting ready to I was getting ready to buy some new hats, and I said, "Hey, man, you uh, you, you know, you're my son, mm-hmm. and uh, you want a new hat? What'd you say? No, no, no. I want okay, that OG. The OG one. OG. Yeah. I am excited to have you on tonight, Jesse. You have been scratching at my door like a cat, kicking at my shins like a toddler to yeah. be on the show. You want to talk some Mount Rushmore? Yes. You want to talk some favorite wrestling? You just want to talk some wrestling. Right out the gate, what's the number one show you're listening to? I'm sorry. Number one show you're watching right now. Wrestling? Uh, yeah, you're on a wrestling podcast. <laughs> I know. Remember the time you were the biggest Turnbuckle fan? Yes. Okay. AEW. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. I kind of set you up for that. That's called a softball. I just yeah. lobbed it to you. Because I know for a fact, before we went to AEW in Denver, before COVID destroyed the world, you were more of a SmackDown fan. Yes, I was. That was kind of your thing. Mm-hmm. What is it about AEW that uh, has turned your eye and made that your number one show now? I just feel like it has better wrestling and better wrestlers. It just, I just think it's overall better. And they were the one, when COVID hit, they were the one to put their other wrestlers in the um, crowd. Yeah, they were the first ones to come up with the crowd noise. Yep. Uh, to give it that that feel that we all kind of, we get hungry for in wrestling. And yeah, they were. I mean, so definitely the WWE is is taking the lead on that and trying to, um, t- trying to emulate that. Mm-hmm. What about... We're in Denver. I'm going to take you back in the Wayback Machine, okay? We're hopping in the DeLorean right now. You're too young to know what that is. Go back. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, it's from Back to the Future. That's right. Go back to the archives of the Turnbuckle Report, mm-hmm. and you'll learn what the DeLorean is. Now, we're in the DeLorean. We're going back to Broomfield, Colorado in March. 1985. No, 2020. Oh. <laughs> it was the second to last program that AEW ran with the crowd before COVID hit. We're, we were there. Yeah, we were there. We were there. That was the night that I think wrestling opened up for you. It was your first yep. real wrestling event. I remember getting pictures by the uh, ring. It was so awesome. The crowds were awesome. Mm-hmm. The chanting. We saw John Moxley walk right by us and we yeah. were just like freaking out. We were at the debut of... Um... Jake the Snake. Yes. Not only Jake the Snake, and I br- appreciate you bringing that up because I fanboyed yeah. out. I was like mm-hmm. crazy. This is a two-part question. First part, fast forward, now you're with your son at his first, hopefully, AEW wrestling event. Yeah. And a legend that you love right now is now a legend, comes back into wrestling, and you have that pop moment like I had. Yeah. Who's that wrestler? I think it would have to be, I don't know, probably either Cody Rhodes or John Moxley. That big. Like, those are the guys for you right now. Yes, I just, yes, but also, like, they're not my favorite wrestlers right now, but I just see them being um, legends. Absolutely, I get yeah. that. Uh, my favorite, you know, if I was that, would, would have been Bret Hart. Uh, Jake the Snake. You kind of have a class of wrestlers. I get that. With that, second part of my question. How pumped are you to see that Abudon is now on Dynamite? We saw her debut on AEW Dark live. True. She wasn't even on Dynamite. No, she was on Dark. Yeah. That was her first time in an AEW ring. She had been wrestling the indies at uh, Rocky Mountain Championship Wrestling for... Mm -hmm. I think the last couple of years, something like that. Mm-hmm. We saw her debut. Now she's on Dynamite killing it. Man, one of the freakiest characters. You said this at the event, and it's it's so true now because of how much the WWE is burying Bray Wyatt. How cool would it be to see Bray Wyatt and Abudon together somehow? They would be like Otis and... Um, Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose, but a little creepier. But like the devil's version. Yeah. Would, I like that. Because they have pretty much, like, the same mask. But she has, like, white... Um, like a bloodshot eye and a yeah, white eye, yeah. She has, uh, what are they called? Uh, contacts. Red and white contacts. We, we're going to talk some Rushmore tonight. Okay. Okay. I know you've been putting your list together. I know you've checked it twice, just like Santa Claus. Yes. Before we get into that, I have to ask you a question. Are you heel or are you babyface? Heel. Whoa, that was quick. <laughs> if you were a heel wrestler, what would be your number one heel move you would do in the ring? I don't know about that. It's a tough question. It is. You go back in history and you look at some of those great heel moves. And what is a heel move, right? It's a move that is going to create heat, that is going to make the audience going to make the crowd hate you and want to see the baby face beat you up. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, I think it's more of a recent one, but the MJF ring move, mm. like, or like, um, because he cheats when he uses knuckles. that. Yeah, yeah, that would be some cheating stuff, and then just like put it somewhere. That would be my move. Jesse, I don't know if you know this, but you're a pretty smart wrestling fan. Really? Yeah, because that right there explains the psychology of a wrestling match. If you're not using something to cheat to break a rule, then how do you really look like the bad guy? So that's great. The ring is a great addition to MJF. He is absolutely uh, one of my favorites right now. This yeah, isn't about too. my Mount Rushmore, but if I had a Mount Rushmore tonight and we had to put it together, oh uh, man, in today's wrestling, yeah, on the roster today, MJF, he's getting carved in that mountain for me. Yeah. So you're a heel, and I assume you would be on AEW. Yes. Okay. Let's say next Wednesday night, you get your shot, you're called up, you're the newest heel wrestler on AEW. Who is the first baby face you're going after? First baby face? Yep. To get all that heel heat. So the first thing I would do is probably join the inner circle. But the second thing I would do is probably go after Kenny Omega, probably. Oh. Or Cody Rhodes. Those are the two. You have to. Mm -hmm. Those two baby faces have so much uh, shine on them right now that any heel that's coming into the business and wants to make a splash, if he goes after them or she, that's going to create. That's going to create that pop that everybody's going to want to see. Everybody's going to pay money to come see. Whoo, that's a good answer. I, I would say probably Kenny Omega over Cody Rhodes at this point. Yeah, because Kenny Omega is currently not holding a championship. So if I go after Kenny Omega and defeat him, then I can challenge Cody Rhodes and have enough like heat on my back to maybe defeat Cody Rhodes. Hmm. That would be interesting to see. Now, for all of our fans, we typically start the show. You know, when I got the guy, when I got the dog cast father himself, we talk about what we're sipping on. Yes. Okay. Now, just for our fans, because they, they're not here tonight, and they know that... Uh, I have a bit of a drinking problem. <laughs> I enjoy the libations. Uh, I am sipping on a Bud Light Seltzer Black Cherry tonight. You know I'm digging these things. It's only three points on my Weight Watchers, and I'm trying to watch that weight, if you got what I'm saying. Yes. What are you sipping on? I'm sipping on some of the Blue Zero Sugar Powerade. Mmm, the, the bluest of wild berries, I say. Yes. Yes, sir. That really is the finest of power aids. It is. That's your chug jug. Yes. It's my slurp in my juice. It's the slurp juice. No pun intended. You're amped up right now. You're itching. You're scratching. You're itchy and scratchy. Yes. Let's get into the Mount Rushmore. Yeah. First of all, what Mount Rushmore did you create for us tonight? The present. So this is your top five Right now. Favorite wrestlers right now. On yes. a roster right now. Mm -hmm. All right. Take I don't it. think I could do an all-time yet. 
that takes a little bit, and I will tell you that I have a Mount Rushmore of all time, but there's probably only three names that always stay on it. Yeah. It, it interchanges, because as you go through as a wrestling fan, you learn different things. You learn about backstage. You get to learn who that human being was a little more. Yeah. And sometimes that can <laughs> that can waver it whether you like the person more or you dislike the person more. So yeah. that's fair. So we're talking all we're talking right now over wrestlers uh, on rosters right now. Okay. Let's start number five. So it was Kevin Owens, but then we got got to talking, and I remembered a other really good wrestler that I really like, and that's MJF. So at number five, that's MJF. Ooh, I like that. MJF, that's a good pick for your number five. Mm-hmm. You know what I what I like so much about MJF is he reminds me of the classic heel that I would have hated as a kid. But as I've got older and probably become more of a, I don't know, maybe more of a jaded wrestling fan, yeah, I can appreciate that. He does those things that you legitimately hate him. I mean, you and I have talked about this. Mm. Well, he keeps kayfabe like all the time. I love that you just said kayfabe. As your father, I little tear, little tear. <laughs> I'm pretty pumped that you know what that means. I feel like I'm raising you the right way. Anyway, he does keep kayfabe and. <laughs> I, I, you know, and you and I have talked about this because that night when we were at AEW, you would ask me, oh man, I would love to meet MJF. I'd love to get his, his autograph. And I, what I tell you, yeah. I'm like, I don't know if you want that because the rumor has it, he keeps kayfabe. And for our uh, less than educated fans, that's fine. We still love you. We're going to get you up to speed. Kayfabe is basically keeping the business a secret. If you're a heel, you stay heel in character. If you're a baby face, you stay baby face and you don't mix the two outside the ring. Mm-hmm. There we go. So Just... if you meet a baby face, like in real life, um, or if a heel meets a baby face, then they would not be nice to each other, even they though they might exactly. be best friends, like in real life. They should keep that secret while that angle is going. Absolutely. Yes. So I told you, you know, I don't know if you want to meet MJF because I, I understand he keeps kayfabe and, you know, he may be a jerk to you. Yeah. So we didn't get to meet him. We didn't have that opportunity. I would have loved that. In fact, I don't, if I remember right, he didn't even show up in Denver. No, he was still was nursing a that injury. Promo. He just did a promo. Yeah, but we all thought he was going to come out. Remember? Yes. Yeah, we were, we were like, so like, oh my gosh, we're not Bob. All right, MJF. MJF's your number five. Mm-hmm. Give me that four, buddy. Number four is the only WWE star on my list, and that's Bray Wyatt. I know what you think of Bray Wyatt, and I'm I'm honestly a little shocked that he's only four for you. I really like the character. He's really creepy, and I love, like, creepy stuff. But they kind of just buried the character. Mm-hmm. I really don't think they're doing the right thing with him. The only, like, good match that I think they've done with him was... Um, the John Cena match. Cause, At WrestleMania 36. Yeah, because he's supposed to have like demonish powers. So they should make most of those matches, not all, because that would get kind of boring, but at least two of the five, maybe three of the five matches, um, gimmicky matches. Mm-hmm. 
like that. So, WrestleMania 36, did you like the uh, cinematic style of match that him and John Cena had? Yes. I did too. Mm-hmm. I did too. It, it, you know, there's been some conversation and controversy behind the cinematic yeah. matches and if they're cool or not. It entertained me. And as you know, being the biggest turnbuckle fan, mm-hmm. the biggest turnbuckler on the ship, the thing that I love the most about wrestling is did it entertain me? I, yeah. I do love a technical match, but if it doesn't entertain me, I can give it. I can give it. Give a crap about that. Yeah. Well, this might be like an unpopular opinion, but I would rather have a gimmicky match, like something that is introducing something, like that Bray Wyatt match, or um, what was that match? The other one in WrestleMania, The, the Undertaker. The, the under, oh yeah, Undertaker, Undertaker and uh, AJ Styles. Yeah. That Great one. match. Do you think it was his last one? No. No? You're holding out? I think you're holding he's out to see Taker have again? one more WrestleMania and then he's done. Ooh, I don't know. It sure did feel like the end, didn't it? And if you're watching The Last Ride, I don't know. I, I don't know. I haven't watched The Last Ride yet. Well, that's your, that's your... Maybe you should stop playing Fortnite and watch The Last Ride. <laughs> I've watched the first two episodes with you. It's awesome. Yeah, it's... it's Give me your number three. Okay. Um... This is surprising why I put him at number three. Orange Cassidy. Wow. But, yeah, I think he's going to stay at number three. For okay. my top two, thinking about it, yeah, he's staying at I know three. you like Freshly Squeezed. I've put it over on the show. One of my yes. favorite Freshly Squeezed moments wasn't even Freshly Squeezed. It was you walking into church and tossing your hands in your yep. pocket as you walked in. Yes, sir. Uh, I love Freshly Squeezed for that. Um, I think he's more over right now than, I mean, anybody really out there. I mean, he's, he, no, that's not fair. The gimmick is getting over without him doing hardly anything. And that's that's what kind of surprises he's me. He's like the lazy wrestler. He is. He definitely fits <laughs> into your people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is your generation. He's I, yes. He is iGen. That is mm-hmm. that is uh Orange Casting. Number two. Yeah. Uh Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara is, is your number, number two. two over Bray Wyatt, MJF, and Orange Cassidy. Yes. Now you've noticed all three of so far, all three I've put over and have uh tried to give a little insight. I do not understand your number two. Explain. Oh no, he's just awesome. I like him. He has cool hair. He has cool hair. And he's just funny sometimes. And he's a good wrestler, but he's like um, Chris Jericho's son, and I think that's cool. Did you see that meme of Jericho from 97 holding that little, uh, what looked to be like a Latino baby? <laughs> it had it had him holding this baby like after a match and like oh he's so cute and it was yeah. a little Latino baby boy yeah and then it was 1997 and then it showed another picture of those two Jericho and Sammy Guevara like hugging each other in the ring and it said 2020 as <laughs> if it, as if he met him when he was a baby you haven't seen that one no I don't think I have I'll just send it to you it's it's hilarious yeah that's really funny I think Sammy Guevara is entertaining um, and I can I, think I can what they see. Do to him is they like what do you mean? run over him with cars. I don't know. Just yeah, he's, no, he's willing to put his body out there for sure. Yeah, he's like one of the most um, entertaining wrestlers to me. I don't know. He reminds me of Eddie Guerrero. 
Um, and I know that's a little little dated for you right now, so we'll go back on the network and check out some old Eddie Guerrero stuff. Yeah. And the reason he reminds me of Eddie Guerrero is because he is entertaining in that capacity. He's talented, he's athletic, and he's on the cusp of something big. Yes. I want to see Sammy Guevara probably in the next, I don't know, I, I don't know. I don't want to give away like, a time frame on this because you just kind of let gotta let something like this cultivate yeah. but i would like to see him in the uh near future get into a serious blood feud oh wow yeah where we have to see him either fight as a uh a baby face defending his honor defending his family's honor something like that or his dad where chris is, jericho or maybe somebody hurts jericho right Oh, Maybe yeah. somebody puts Jericho out of commission and he takes that and internalizes it and comes to that defense and becomes a dastardly heel. Basically, what I'm saying is that he more might, serious. I would like to see him get to a point, yeah, where the smile goes away. Uh -huh. And now he's in a real blood feud, uh, a set that maybe lasts two or three um, matches going into a pay per view and has a big blow off. I would like to see that out of him before I really put my stamp on if, if he has that Eddie Guerrero side to him. Because yeah. that's really what Eddie, Eddie Guerrero was that fun. He had a cool gimmick. But when he really started doing the serious stuff, and, and especially with um, um, Dean Malenko, he got into some cool stuff with him. Yeah. That's what I would like to see to really put him over. All right. Everybody's waiting. It is the, it is the top. This is your George Washington. This is the number one. This is the yeah. face that goes on first. I think I know who it is. You I haven't, do? I haven't seen your list, but looking at where this list is going, and I'm tracking. You see that. I'm tracking. Yes. Now, for our viewers, they're just going to take my word on this, and they're going to take your word on it. Yeah. But you've been hiding. In fact, your list has the word classified on it. Yes, it does. You've been hiding this list for a week from me. Mm -hmm. And every time I come into your room, you're like, no, nope, don't look at the list. Stay away. Yes. Don't even ask about it, right? Mm -hmm. I think I know what your number one is just by looking here and listening to your answers. Take a guess. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to write down on my notepad here who I think it is. Okay. Okay. And I know we don't have visual audio, visual here, so you're going to have to you have to tell the people what you're seeing. Okay. Okay. But I'm going to write the name down. I think it is. You're going to give the number one, and then I'm simply going to reveal in this. I'll show you what I wrote down. Okay, so you're not going to show me until I say it. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. Give us your number one. Uh, I don't know. You might be right. I don't know what it says. Um, I just covered I it up like, and I wrote it down. I feel like it's going to shock you. Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho is your number one. Yes. Why? He's just... I don't really know why people are on my list. I just like him a lot. And he's just... They entertain you. Yes. He's probably my number one. And I am the biggest fan of the Inner Circle. The only two things I bought at the AEW place was AEW is Jericho and the Inner Circle stickers. Yeah, you So, did. like, I'm really over on the inner circle and most um, Chris Jericho. 
Let me ask you something. Are you were you more of a Jericho fan with the strap on him with the belt, or do you like or do you like him without being chained down to that belt? Because now we're seeing without the belt, he can get a little more creative. Mm-hmm. He can get um, he, he can kind of do some some different kind of angles. I loved the bubbly bunch. I like I loved all that goofy stuff he does. Yeah. Which side did you like, Champion Jericho better or Chasing Jericho better? I think he had a little more character as um, Belt Jericho. Sure. But I really like him just beating the crap out of everyone. And I think it's Chasing Jericho. That's a good answer. You know what my favorite thing about Chris Jericho is? What? Uh, Well, I'm going to be a little bit of a mark here for a second because it's what everybody else says. Chris Jericho has reinvented his character so many times in his career that is it's just it's unbelievable and every character that he's he's reinvented himself into he's he's got over which is amazing number one thing i love about chris jericho's character right now in aew the fact that he can in the debut of aew he'd come out and he'd wear that fedora he'd have a little bit of makeup face paint right he was kind of like figuring out who he was Mm mm-hmm he comes out wearing a scarf. You remember that? Now he wears the bandana, the um, Le Champion bandana. Yeah. But he used to wear a scarf, right? I don't remember, I don't think. So in the beginning, he wore this scarf, and it was a very eclectic look. He is in the ring, because at the time, if you remember the beginning, MJF was babyface. With he Cody, was. he was part of the elite, remember? But... He was part of the elite? He was part of the elite because he was being trained by Cody Rhodes. Oh, he He is in the ring with Jericho. This is right when the inner circle thing is being flirted with. Mm -hmm. And Jericho looks right at him as serious as he can get. The camera's right on both of these guys. And he says, who do you think you are? You're so stupid. Why do you go around wearing a scarf? Scarves are the dumbest thing in the world. And the whole time, he's wearing a scarf. I popped for that. I thought that was hilarious. He didn't crack a smile. It didn't even dawn on him that he was wearing a scarf. But he wanted to just make fun of MJF. I think that's one of the greatest things about his character right now. Yeah. Is he can he can literally take anything and get it over. Mm-hmm. Speaking of getting it over, we have your Mount Rushmore. Yes. We have the one through five. We have number five, MJF. Number four, Bray Wyatt the Fiend. Number three, Orange Cassidy. Number two, Sammy Guevara. And number one... Is the one and only. Chris Jericho. That's right. And I love his song. That's another reason I love him. It's Judas on my mind. Yeah. I can listen to that song, like, not even on AEW. I can just listen to it on my phone. I love it. It's a great song. Fozzie is amazing. Yes. You're probably wondering who I wrote down. Yes, I am. Okay. Now's the time. Drum roll. Jesse, you have not seen what I wrote down. Is this correct? Correct. Do you swami that? Swami. <laughs> you have not seen this. I have not. Okay. Swear to At God. the bottom of my page, I have a name written. Read that name. Chris Jericho? That's right. How did you know? I knew that because in every one of your descriptions of why somebody's on your list, except for Bray Wyatt, you said something about Jericho. I did? So every... One of these, especially with Orange Cassidy and Sammy Guevara, the number two and three, 
I thought you were going to put Jericho there. And then when you didn't put him at number two, I knew it's Jericho. Jericho's your number one right now. Really? So MJF, I said something about um, Chris Jericho. Mm -hmm. Really? I'm pretty sure you mentioned Jericho in almost every one of these except for Bray Wyatt. I'm pretty sure I did. And all yeah. through the show, you mentioned Jericho. Yeah. That's awesome. Your number one is Chris Jericho. Uh, it would be hard-pressed for me to say that he's not my number one. I love Chris Jericho. Without Jericho, AEW uh, would be a far cry from what it is right now. I don't want to say it would be hurting completely, it but it would be a far cry. I really love it. Man, I've loved having you on the show tonight. High five. Thanks for coming on. You are the number one turnbuckler in the nation. You're my son. I'm the gracious guest. You are the gracious guest. Whether you're heel, whether you're babyface, you do you, baby.